Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Create to Be podcast. I'm Katie Preziati, and I'm joined here today by Christina Cole. Today, we're going to be talking about psychology and creativity and psychology and creativity and mental illness. Uh, let's start off with you. Uh, so can you tell me more about what a tortured artist is? Yeah, so a tortured artist is typically someone with one or more mental health disorders, and they typically feel very alienated from their surroundings and very misunderstood by society. They usually use their thoughts and feelings to create beautiful pieces of art, music, and a lot more. There are many well-known celebrities that people consider to be a tortured artist, for example, Vincent Van Gogh and Kurt Cobain. Both suffered from mental illness and eventually committed suicide. However, during their lifetime, they both created amazing artworks that will forever draw people's attention. There have been many studies done trying to connect mental illness to creativity, and it makes us ask ourselves if these torturers would have been so creative if they didn't suffer from a mental disorder. So going off that, do you think you need to be creative, or do you think having a mental disorder actually makes you creative? Well, many people have issues with the torture artist idea because of this reason. It glamorizes the mental disorders and suicides of many famous artists, when in reality it was the complete opposite of glamorous. We don't want people wishing they suffered from the same diseases that Van Gogh had, for example. We also don't want people thinking they need a mental disorder in order to be creative, because this is obviously not true. Also, if we start telling people that their mental disorder is what is making them creative or famous, they might want to start resisting medication in fear that it will kill their creativity. Do you think medicating the mentally ill is actually what makes them less creative or it makes them less creative? Well, many tortured artists believe that if they actually start to treat themselves, their artworks will suffer from this. However, some of the mental disorders these artists have are very serious and not treating them can negatively affect their lives in so many ways and it could maybe even kill them literally. It definitely depends on the person, though. Someone could go from having crazy original thoughts in their head to becoming so dull that they can't do their artwork in ways that they could have done before. However, medication does not directly cause this, but it is definitely a possibility. Very interesting. Okay. So now I have some questions for you. Um, You talked briefly about how it was hard to differentiate between creativity and psychology and the actual study of it within psychology so can you just talk a little bit more about that it's it's definitely a fine line between the two uh talking about psychology and creativity gets really meta really quickly um i talked to uh, professor fran about this when i was kind of doing all my research um, i found it's really hard to kind of objectively look at them both uh without looking at them together um because like the natural home of the study of creativity takes place in psychology so it is hard to look at them uh, separately, it's hard to look at objectively how we are creativity, we are creative in psychology without looking at how we study it because they're so interconnected and interrelated. Um, that just makes it really difficult to kind of look at both sides. So, with my presentation, I kind of just looked at both because it kind of was impossible to just look at one without the other. Yeah, so looking at one of the basic principles of psychology. Do you think creativity is nature or nurture? It's definitely, it's hard to say one way or another because people people definitely have arguments for both sides. Uh, like the most creative, an- uh, most correct answer I can get is that it's a combination of the two. Um, looking at the nature side of things, we can definitely say, you know, creative people have higher functioning uh, frontal lobes, which, you know, make it uh, easier for them to make those innovative connections and creative connections. We can also say that they have higher levels of serotonin, dopamine, 
However, as I'm sure you saw in your research, um, those things are also, you know, uh, symptoms of mental disorder. So you kind of have to take that with a grain of salt. Um, and, but there's definitely ways to nurture it, um, especially in school and at home, kind of cultivating the idea that creativity is a positive thing and positively reinforcing it rather than, you know, telling a child, especially when they're young and so, you know, you know their, brain is so, their brain is so plastic and they kind of take everything so uh, to heart to kind of uh, positively tell them that you can do, figure things out your own way and that there's no wrong way of doing something. Um, so it's definitely one of both and kind of cultivating and reinforcing it, uh, creativity positively na- uh, nurture-wise to kind of work with the nature-wise to make them more creative as a whole. Yeah, I would definitely say it's both, too. Yeah, no, but uh, that's actually all we have time for today. So thank you guys for joining us today, Um, and there'll definitely be more podcasts in store. Have a nice day.